I thought you were about to say in preparation of this episode, you went up and and into the plane. Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. It is time to turn up your 80s rock music and ride your motorcycle into the Calfrian sunset because we're had the need, the need for speed. In today's topic, Top Gun. Nice. Danger zone! (laughs) But before we get into that, uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Ali. And I am Tom. And I am Caitlin. I'm Corey Cruz. Cruz. (laughs) And I'm Josh. Just... Just Cruise. Josh. Cruz. And, <laughs> and this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun, fun, fun perks like uh, bonus content that is only available to you. You get uh, discounts on merch. You get early access to all of our episodes. You do get so much. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, there's a lot. Um, but a, a really great one that I, I love to talk about is that you get private servers in the Discord uh, server in which you can talk with us and other members of the Nerdon Nation. Uh, but do uh, consider joining the Nerdon Nation because it does help us to be the best that we can be and to continue to grow, especially at these crazy times where, yeah, so much. But uh, check <laughs> yeah. that Some out. Wild and crazy time. Wild and crazy time. Uh, so check that out. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. And check out the Discord. Nerdon.io backslash Discord. And our partners, Apogee, who have equipped us with these amazing microphones, the Hype Mic. I cannot suggest them enough. Um, if you are or looking recommend to... Them. Huh? Or even recommend them. Yeah. I can't uh, suggest or recommend them enough. Um, but they're, they're a perfect use for podcasting, for streaming, for any sort of recording needs. I, or running a Dungeons and Dragons game with your six-year-old nephew. Yeah. Aww. Perfect. Hell yeah. Um, but or also, just talking to your friends. Yeah, that too. <laughs> also, our uh, friends over at Odyssey Headphones who have equipped us with the LCD-1s. And Odyssey is A-U-D-E-Z-E. I know that it's not always clear, but oh, it was made... It was made clear to me recently that it's not always clear. So yeah, check them out. Uh, they're a wonderful I actually, company. I actually just had to uh, send back my Turtle Beaches because uh, they had been pushing on my ear, the the uh, cartilage of my ear, so much that my ears got sore. Oh, so I've been oh, using oh. these for everything. And it's always wonderful. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Well, and so, know what it's like now. Shout out, super comf. <laughs> that is the housekeeping. They taste like butter. <laughs> they taste no, like butter. That's- in my mm, ear balls. Can't believe it doesn't smell like butter. <laughs> um, so everyone that um, is new to the show, we're going to go oh, into right. our first few <laughs> segments um, of of the show because Top Gun is uh, we're we're doing this this episode because one America holiday, but also because the new film would have came out soon around this time, but yeah. things oh, yeah. happened yeah. and it did. Happy uh, so, Independence Day to everybody in the states, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to do the, the Tom Cruise, you know, real fast thing. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so cool. Anyways, um, so at the end of this episode, we are going to rate it from a zero to five. And uh, right now we're going to go uh, go around our screens 
and <laughs> guess, guess that, that grumpy's in blue sex scenes. Anyway, so uh, if Lots you are brand spanking new um, to the show, welcome everyone. Um, like I said, we're going to go around and guess. So since I just explained it um, and uh, we're going to have a little thing from Corey later on. But anyways, I'm going to go first. I'm going to guess <laughs> that the first that the yeah, person who's going to be the grump of this episode is going to be none other than <gasps> Caitlin. I knew. I knew immediately. I knew from the way that you looked into the webcam that you were going to choose me. Do you know uh, that my eyes yeah. are this way for you, by the way? That doesn't matter. Whatever camera you he looked saw, into, I knew. She saw into your soul I and saw. she picked out the name. She saw into my brown eye. <laughs> like a clairvoyant. No. Uh, Caleb, right. who you got? I and think screamed into it's it. going to be Josh. <laughs> oh, mm. okay. Okay. Josh, who you got? I think that it will be... Caitlin. No. Okay. I just want a really strong wow. response. Don't Ali? hit the mic. <laughs> it's hard to, I mean, I'm going to go with Caitlin too. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, everyone I don't wants want me on their presidential campaign because I get everyone to vote for the right person. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Or the wrong um, person. So. <laughs> if anything, actually, you should take it as a compliment. I'm actually going to say Tom on this one. Ah, that's also mm. very smart. How does it feel? So it feels with good. That, it feels like I, the need of speed. <laughs> I'd like to give you a reason to come on over to the Nerd on Nation. It's just a it's a fun old place to be. It's a good group to be a part of. And how the neighbor. You get to vote every week when we record an episode on who you think is going to be the grump of the week. And if you get it right, you get a shout out on the episode. It's pretty exciting. And this week, the Nerd on Nation has voted for no other than Caitlin, Gosh. also Josh, <laughs> also Ali. Also, Tom and me for a five-way tie. <laughs> Whoa. Is that the first time? That's amazing. That's the first five-way tie we've ever had. Wow. Uh, Shout so out to all five of them, though. Everybody gets a, everybody gets a point. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so this is the order in which, because everyone has we, a point here, this is the order of which we will be giving our ratings at the end of the show. It'll be me and Ali first, uh, then between Tom and Josh, you two duke it out, and then Caitlin last with four. And that's that. Okay. Guess that grump. Let's do it. That was the book closing. Which is funny because I'm going to need that for my notes in a minute. Yep. So, uh-huh. I'll need to I find that page again. That. <laughs> so now that that's out of the way, we're going to go to our complete spoiler of that sequence segment. And that's going to be our initial, hold on, hold on, initial responses and first oh, reactions. First impressions? First reactions. That's first right. re- I was like, I flipped them <laughs> around before. I'm like, I want to keep that. Reactions. So initial reactions no, and our first impressions. Uh, so... Um, since I went first last time, Caitlin should go first on her oh. first impressions. I don't know which way she is on my Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> just just flip Corey every time he points a direction. Yeah. Swap uh, you know, if we so, had like a video budget, we'd give Julie so that she, we can all just be floating heads the entire time. One <laughs> we day, would be on like, like a, one day. Like uh like memojis or whatever. Or like <laughs> oh, yeah. emojis, whatever. Oh, yeah. like, 100%. Uh, so Caitlin. So my first knowledge of Top Gun the movie was going to King's Island because there was a roller coaster ride called Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I knew about the Great America. this movie until watching it for this episode. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that there were these guys and they're like, we like fast stuff and And we want to be in planes. We like fast stuff. And the government somehow is around and stars (laughs) are there. And um, that's kind of all I knew. So then watching this, I was like, oh boy, I'm sure the hype's going to be way more than, you know, what this movie is. And then I watched it and I was like, Hell yeah. That was really cool. <laughs> and I was like kind of frustrated by it. Because most of the time, like, I'm very not fond of the, like... Um, machismo? The, the machismo, bro-y kind of asshole behavior. Gratuitous. The, it's, it's, it's really over the top. And amounts. I've been around a lot of people uh, who take too much confidence from being in the army or, or whatever. Um, Navy. It's what, it's what Army, I call Navy, the Tony Scott in the, um, any, 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 type, any type of armed force. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen a lot of too much machismo in it being a bad thing. And some of this was highlighted in there. So, but I thought that was going to be, like, the most of it. And then you kind of get to the heart and the humanity there as well. And that just, like, surprised me very pleasantly. Um, and it once I read more about what happened because of this movie, I'm like, oh, yeah. I can see that a hundred percent. So uh, I'll leave it at that. That was my initial right. re- reaction. Very cool. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Cor. Uh I first saw this movie when I was ten ish, maybe nine, ten, eleven. In that, Sound, in that sexy range. Um, and as a eight, nine, or ten year old, or whatever it was, impressionable uh, boy, fucking awesome. Like <laughs> <laughs> flying planes. <laughs> Uh, it, 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 I think this movie may have implanted my love of bomber jackets. Um, mm. so, uh, which if anyone knows, uh, my wife got me one for Christmas a couple years ago and it's been my favorite jacket ever since. Uh, so I think that that may have spawned from this movie. Uh, and I was all about it. I was about this movie, like planes, motorcycles, there's singing, automobiles, there's planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, no. Uh, and so I was, I was totally, totally sold on this. I was also... Prior to seeing this movie, I had my dad had showed me Rain Man, so mm. I was already familiar with Tom Cruise. Uh, and this is, you know, obviously before Rain Man was filmed, so uh, it was kind of cool to see him a little younger, a little like uh, the little unibrow, a different, very different role from his role in, in Rain Man. Um, so yeah, and then uh, rewatching it now, very different uh, uh, vibe that I got from this movie, being someone who is now twenty years older. Uh, and who likes to think of himself as someone who enjoys ingesting and uh, dissecting and learning film. Uh, so we'll get into that a little mm-hmm. bit later. All right. Josh? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember specifically when I first saw it. Um, I do remember watching it at some point when I was a kid and like Corey said, absolutely loving it. I mean, you've got fast jets. My dad was in the Navy, so that that was kind of like a, it was like a, oh, I know that thing. I've been on an aircraft carrier. That's cool. Man, from that um, opening scene, you're just like, oh. Oh. So <laughs> and I think that this, this movie might have uh, imbued me with a love for aviator sunglasses. I think that's probably mm-hmm. <laughs> aviator. I love yeah. aviator sunglasses or just like big sunglasses. Um I was so, trying to find some for this episode, and I, I don't think I have any anymore. Yeah, me neither. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I remember loving it, and and to watch it now, being in my 30s, and it's interesting to watch it now. Um, it is uh, something that I would consider a classic, and 
So oh. it's it's interesting to watch it now. We'll get into that later. But I it was fun to watch it again. It was just there's so many moments where you're like, yes. And then doing research about it, you're like, oh, hell yeah. And I'm a I I I know that he's crazy, but I like Tom Cruise. I love Val Kilmer. Um <laughs> Dude, Val Kilmer has a yeah. very special place in my heart. Seriously, Val Kilmer in the 80s, like real genius. I mean, watch yep. that. I mean so good. I I always Even later see on, him, man, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. Oof. Well, seeing him, it's just like, man, I get why they had him as Batman. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's such not, a gorgeous, chiseled oh, man. We cannot not reference Tombstone, though. Oh yeah, it's probably oh, the yeah. Val Kilmer piece de resistance. I've seen it, of course. Uh, what? We gotta, oh, we gotta do it's an episode. so good. Yeah, I don't know. It's if so I've good. Seen it, either. it was on sale it's on so iTunes good. for it's five dollars so the other day, and I was bought it? the oh, hell damn. out of it. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I'll go next. Um, I haven't watched. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch this film like in my younger years. I definitely watched it like closer to high school or college. So, so is it one of those maybe. ones you saw on like USA or Turner Classic Movies? No, you know, I think I watched it on a recommendation because when in high school I was in uh, ROTC program, uh, mm-hmm. Army branch, right? And so like we ended up watching a lot of like military films and stuff like that, and like a bunch of my friends watched a lot of military films, and so like the whole what Caitlin's talking about, uh, the American machismo of like armed force people, like was rampant during my you know later years of school, um, and uh, I remember like hearing words and you know like every branch has shit to say about each other that's just a thing it's a camaraderie kind of thing you know it's like police versus so, uh, firefighters during like, during uh, football uh, you know and stuff. so yeah it's, a, it's that kind of thing ribbon. yeah um and uh you know watching a navy thing or watching an air force thing really like, <laughs> whatever right but um so watching this <laughs> in that context like this is probably still the time where i was like just watching films to watch films and, and enjoying them and loving them but now watching it um I really got to see a little bit more of what uh, the director t- directorial side of what Tony Scott was doing and how it kind of like laid the groundwork for all his films, which is really great and wonderful. Um, understanding that we're still in spoiler free territory. I'm going to try to stay away from everything, but like definitely watching it just for the filmmaking aspects of it. It's like such a wonderful film to watch. Um, and then seeing it where it lays in the, I guess the the cosmos of pop culture is like really huge too, because it's like, you know, it's as as Corey said, it's infinitely infinitely quotable, um, and you could just take anything from it and be like, "Cool, I love it." And there's just some, there's just a lot of cool, wonderful, beautiful things in it that really, um, when I'm watching it for this episode, I was like, "Man, this was this was huge." I can definitely feel like how huge this film was. <laughs> I do love that the real Top Gun students aren't allowed to quote this movie. Well, there's a five dollar fine. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They can quote it all they really? want. Really? But there's a five dollar yeah. fine. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 whoa! Back at the Top Gun that school, real? Yeah. yeah. At the Top Gun school that they portray in this movie is real. And Caitlin, you do you not realize that we've Top only Gun been there. doing like autobiographical films this also, entire time? <laughs> I will like add to mine. It was. It's cool to see a movie that's based in San Diego, where I grew up. Oh, so yeah, there were some For places sure. that I was like, oh hey. I know where that you is. A little rep, or like Miramar. Like I, I know that base. Like I, I've been yeah. to that base. Like, whoa. Um, nice. Anyway. Oh, and also I gotta just say one real quick thing. Like Michael Ironsides always gets me in a in a good way. So dude. Uh that that's yeah. it for me. Ollie. Shout out to him and the machinist. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> Top Gun. This is a great I mean, um, I think it's a great film, but it's something that I've it's been with me for a while. I've seen it a few times, uh, but I saw it back. I think it was like around college. I was going through 
uh, my like 80s and 90s action uh, phase, yeah. and I was catching up to everything that I had missed. Hell yeah. So, th- you know, uh, things like even like Terminator 1, like I had never seen and things like that. So I kind of was going through and like, you know, Lethal Cop and all this stuff and Hunt for Red October. And, you know, this was all part of that. Um, and Tony Scott's like visuals and directorial style is something that I'm a huge fan of. It's It sort of reminds me of, I mean, I'm sure there's some inspiration with like, you know, in Michael Bay, you know, journey, I'm sure he took some inspiration or vice versa or something. Cause you can definitely feel that. And, uh, you know, to oh, yeah. the point of like the machismo it's there, but it's like, I said a little early, but it was a little muffled, but it's sort of like that Tony Scott fine needle that he kind of like, he, where he kind of like, he, he doesn't like make it overbearing. Michael Bay was Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah. Michael yes. Bay was Pearl Harbor. You could and see Everything see from the Pearl seeds, Harbor taken from this. But it's like, okay, you let this, you know, bloom too much or, or you know, this, yeah. this uh, whatever you planted. Parallax you know, got, it instead. Crazy. Yeah. Ollie, have you <laughs> yeah. seen, um, have you seen the Denzel Washington movie, Man on Fire? Hell yeah, baby. That, that is like his visuals in that are. Oh, and, oh yeah. I mean, well, I've seen, unstoppable. I've seen more and this probably applies to a lot of people. You've probably seen a lot more Tony Scott movies. Than you think. Than you think. He's produced yeah. like a crap ton and, and also directed a crap ton. And if, if you thought, like, have you ever seen a movie that you're like, maybe it's not my favorite movie, but it had a really cool style and, like, it sold the cool more than you could ever, like, imagine that it could. It, had a it was probably a soundtrack. Him. It was probably <laughs> yeah, him. Because, like, like, yeah, anywhere from, like, the soundtrack, like, soundtrack, coming back to Top Gun, like, <laughs> excuse me, coming back to Top Gun, like, the, the music, it just, like, gives you... Maybe it's nostalgia, I don't know, but it just feels right and it just feels good. And then when you see, like... <laughs> Like, uh, like planes against, you know, like that are silhouetted against a sunset. You know, it's like he brings this. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the oh way they gosh. use their telephoto lenses, too, so that the background is flying by, but the plane is perfectly yeah, in, the in really, focus. Um, it's really amazing. One thing in this, and that kind of gets me excited for the sequel, is like the technical aspect of the dogfights is so impressive in this. Like, and it feels very accurate, you know, like I, I didn't. I didn't like they were up there. look up every single like line that they spoke to each other. But, you know, there was a there was a line that was like, uh, where do where we say um, like break high and ride, you know, scare him with the missile lock, like like scaring a guy with a missile lock. Like that blew my mind, you know, like <laughs> and, and it was just so fun to watch them kind of be experts at their craft and kind of get that first first hand experience of like what it's like to be a fighter pilot. And I think oh, yeah. it, it really sold that. Uh, in a really, really nice way. Of course, it's got that romantic spin on it, but I think I think it ended up with a really There's a great product. Fun fact about this is that all of the actors who were required to be in planes in the movies actually got flown up, uh, and they had to create a new camera kit to be put inside God. one of the planes to be filmed. And Goose was the only actor to not vomit when he was taken up in a jet plane and cause they experienced certain Hell G's yeah. and stuff Jeez. like that. And right. they would do, um, you know, uh, uh, controlled spins and, uh, in, in, yeah. Goose was the only one to not puke. Throw up. In, wow. in prep for this Everyone episode, I, I watched a lot of the, the behind the scenes for the, the next one coming out. And, oh, uh, cool. Tom Cruise had to do the whole mentorship thing where he was like telling all the actors, like, this is what's going to happen to you. And it was really kind of cool to see him take happen. that rain. <laughs> I thought you yeah. said. And I like, thought you were about to say in preparation of this episode, you went up and and into the plane. Here's another fun fact, though. When is we that got Tom a huge Cruise, budget, I'll do that. I'll do that. Tom Cruise didn't want to do the movie, and the director asked him to just go up on a flight with one of the uh, 
naval uh, flyers. And as soon as he landed, the story goes that he got out of the plane and sprinted to a payphone to call him to tell him he wants to do it. And he, he has what he was to gonna do, do for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. that's, that's so Tom Cruise getting out of a plane, sprinting. Probably yeah, there's sprinting. a camera dolling. Yeah. Know, yeah. The whole but thing. he ran to the closest payphone and know. called him immediately and was like, yes, yes, let's do it. I oh, want it. It's like upward sprint. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Wow. Um, so with all that being said, now I kind of gave you an idea of who our grump is going to be and all our ratings. Woo. <laughs> who our grump is going to be and all the ratings. Who our grump is going to be. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just like opposite of Stewie. I don't use the H too, uh, too well. Um, and so <laughs> now that brings us to our next two uh, segments, which are going to be our brief synopsis and then also our production. So take it away. I'm doing the brief synopsis. And this is how it goes. The Top Gun Naval Fighter so Weapons clinical. School is where the best of the best train to refine their elite flying skills. When hotshot fighter pilot Maverick Tom Cruise is sent to the school, his reckless attitude and cocky demeanor put him at odds with the other pilots, especially the cool and collected Iceman, played by Val Kilmer. But Maverick isn't <laughs> only competing to be the top fighter pilot, he's also fighting for the attention of his beautiful flight instructor, Charlotte, or Charlie. Blackwood, played by Kelly McGillis. <laughs> well done. Uh, that nice. was like William Shatner reading. It is. <laughs> played by Nicer. Yeah. The production of these things. Uh, distributed by a very small company, Paramount Pictures. Oh, yeah. Known yeah. for the indie yeah. films Titanic, Transformers, and Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, director's Tony Scott, uh, famous for The Last Boy Scout, True Romance, Enemy of the yes. State. Producers, another unknown name here, Jerry Bruckheimer. Mm. Who knows? Huh. Who I knows who that is? Uh, he's done some movies, something called Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, Armageddon, Con Air. Uh, the other producer, Don Simpson, famous for Beverly Hills Cops, one of my personal favorites. Uh, the Rock and yes. Bad Boys. Writers, Jim Cash, known for Anaconda, yes. the Tracy Turner and Hooch. Oh, Solid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Jack Epps Jr., the Flintstones in Viva Rock Viva Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. Wow. <laughs> Legal Eagle and Hawaii Five O episodes. Shout out. Shout out to a Steve's. Uh, cast, Tom Cat Cruz, known mm. for Frisky Business. No, Risky Business, <laughs> The Firm, Interview with the Vampire, uh, Kelly McGillis, Witness, The Accused, Made in Heaven, Val Kilmer, Tombstone, The Saint, and oh Batman Forever. Baby! Anthony Edwards, Revenge of the Nerds, Designated Survivor, yes. ER. Yes. Um, and Tom Skerritt for Alien, Contact, and MASH. The release date was May 16th, 1986. Runtime is 110 minutes. The budget was $15 million and it grossed $356.8 million. Oh, so it did okay. It didn't hmm. do great, no. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, 54% critics, 83% audience. And that's... Yeah. The game. I see. All, if I could I imagine the about. critics, the critics would be like, "It was okay," and the audience is like, "Yeah." We mentioned this before the before the show, but uh, they would set up recruitments uh, outside of movie theaters, and the recruitment for naval uh, flight uh, was increased by five hundred percent. So much so that they canceled a planned commercial for recruitment because it was, and I quote them on this, redundant because wow. Top Gun was out. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Imagine yeah. what Transformers did. And like, I remember go being in high school and like all my friends going into the military. I'm like, mm, I wonder if that had anything to do with it. You know? Also, it came around, it came out around Veterans Day. I don't know if it was a thing at that. I don't know when Veterans Day was established, but May 16th, like 
And it's about the army. You mean Memorial Day? That's what I meant to say. What did I say? It's been around for a while. <laughs> Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Veterans, Veterans Day. Day for those who live, memorials for it's those who are not. Little, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's the close. <laughs> close yeah. At the time of this recording, uh, Memorial both. Day wasn't too far behind. So like me being an RTC, I'm like, uh, like some people are like, what did it do and all that stuff? Like for me, like you either weren't in a parade or you went to decorate graves. Those are two things you did. And so yeah, I'm like, all right, wow. I know which one I did. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's move on to the meat and potatoes of the show, which is going to be our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and then finally we rate it. So who wants to go first? So this is the parts? spoilers. Spoiler-free no. country, baby. We're no, going into not. enemy territory. Spoiler country. Or spoiler country. Spoiler-rich environment. Spoiler country. Spoiler we're going to go against the Migs in, the, in that country. That's where we're going. Spoilers, crunchy. Country. Uh, I'll start with uh, one okay. uh, favorite part of mine. is uh, It's a little thing. I mean, anything Goose did was... Fantastic by my end. Like marrying Meg Ryan. When Tom Cruise is talking about it, he's like, I saw, and he goes, we, sorry, <laughs> yeah. we saw. They just thing. kept stacking Thank the you. good on him, didn't they? Uh, and yeah. then when they get yelled at and he's leaving, he's like, do you have that number for that that truck driving service that teach you how to drive <laughs> so trucks? Because I think, I think, I think I'm going to need that. <laughs> yeah. So much for a flyby, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, but it's I like, just, yeah. he's so good. He's, he's still he like is, positive about it in a weird way. He is the uh, Mercutio of this story. So good, they had to get yeah. rid of him because yeah. you wouldn't care about anyone else. Yeah. That's um, 100% true for me. Like, if they kept him to mm-hmm. the end of the movie and Tom died, I'd be like, be we got yeah. Goose, though. We have Goose. <laughs> wow. I mean, it, they have Goose, the day is good. That yeah. reminds me of my, one of my favorite parts is when um, Goose is basically telling Maverick, like, listen, we can't, you can't do this anymore. Like, I've got a family. Oh, I've got, like, that really, that very real, uh, real moment where he has to tell his teammate or his flymate like his co-pilot like listen Time to grow up yo we can't, can't do this this is, the, this is the serious I, business now i i would actually say that's where the the story actually starts oh, like yeah. the plot mm-hmm. is happening but mm-hmm. this is where the story and the story is where the characters start to develop because they set up everything where it's like here are the players and all that stuff and then when goose comes into this house and says like can't sleep and then all of a sudden that happens and then i was like how do you say this is the story yeah yeah because the climax is about isn't about him Dude. getting the number one seat. It's about, you know, his relationship with Iceman, I think. But also uh, him growing or as a... For himself his and his demons. And himself. Person. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I was going to say... Climactically yeah. at the end there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's more of Iceman's development. That's Diceman's story where he has to realize, like, you could be my wingman. <laughs> you could be mine. And all that shit. But it's, it's like mm-hmm. he has to accept that. And that's kind of the whole thing where it's like it's it's like a footloose in in, in flying. He learns by proxy. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Iceman like learns by proxy. Fly. Yeah. Um, one of my oh, favorite footless. sequences is I I'll say it I'll say it out loud is the sex scene, um, mm. because it's beautifully shot. I yeah, think it I is. think it's a Very wonderfully shot. stylized <laughs> shot. Um, I'm I can't remember if there's nudity. There's nudity in right. Very. I don't think so. No, it's I, yeah. It's, there's implied it's silhouetted. Yeah. Okay. Pretty hardcore. I think okay. It's if there's nudity, not like here's if, a butt cheek. If there isn't any yeah. nudity, then like that's I think how how romance love sequences could, should be. They should be filled with color and passion. But you don't that show like, like blue light. the well, super it's like, graphical. Like depends, I see. Yeah. It's like what's happening. the purpose of the scene, and then it should like abide those rules. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have yeah. to be like here's a dick or a titty. Right. That's how you <laughs> right. know it's sex. Yeah. <laughs> or just like <laughs> there are, I'll be honest though like, I'll def- to defend that there are scenes that call for those those sorts of things there are oh but yeah this is not one of them 
Right. I, I will say, like, to me, I kind of relate this to, and also, but th- this one has nudity in it, is uh, Terminator 1 with Sarah Connor and uh, spoilers. Uh, so when that scene happens, it feels very, like, passionate, and it's like, this is how it, because I feel like there is a little bit of, and I'm not saying your your point um, is exclusive to this, Corey, but I think there's a sense of, like, sex is almost so thrown into films a lot of the times. Yeah, I agree with um, that. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. climactic. It doesn't feel like these two souls are connecting anymore. It just right. feels like, this is the logical step when two people have a meet-cute. Like, yeah, yeah, they're going to I mean, That's why I was very movie. careful with saying, like, there are scenes that call for it. I mean, yeah, it has exactly. to, it's not just thrown in. What I think is interesting about that scene is that it was added afterwards to establish their relationship even more. Which I, I mean, in, it's, it's one of those things that it is like kind of... In Top Gun? Yeah, in Top oh. Gun. It was filmed later. And, but it's, it is one of those things where it's... I do like the that it's done tactfully. It is, it is a beautiful scene to watch. It's very pretty, uh, well shot, and, and it doesn't feel gratuitous. Yeah. Which is what I like. So, the tongues were pretty gratuitous. I mean, I'm half tongue all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's an 80s sex scene. So, yeah. uh, uh, who's next? I'm not going to give it a pass. There's a lot of 80s movies that do it real well. Kaylin, Ali. Uh, I, I can go. Uh, Ali sorry, Kaylin. <laughs> we always do this. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I. In this uh, endless dance. So, you, you know what? This time you go first. <laughs> well, I uh, I think one of my favorite parts was that surprised me also was after Goose passed away and then his wife and son are like sitting in that room mm. and Maverick comes out with a box and I wasn't really sure what she was going to say. Um, and then her line of like, he would have hated flying without you, but he would have done it anyway. Yeah. That was a favorite part for me of mm-hmm. like shout out to Meg Ryan too. Yeah. Yeah. Though that I mean, for mail. everything about Love. that whole delivery, Meg everything Ryan. was great. You got mail. <laughs> but but it was just sort of like I feel like that was more the point of the film. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the message. Is be like be your own person be, and be your own person. You have to keep going on regardless of what life throws at you or takes away from you. Like for me, that was the, that was the climax. Or even there's a, there's a reality to your actions, whether they're your, whether it's your fault or not, which it wasn't. I think, you know, it's, it's definitely like that wake up call moment of like, we're not, um, we're mortal. We're not, we're not, you know, gods in the sky. Yeah. And, and I don't think he remembered that because he, he fought every single rule before that. So I think you're absolutely right in that sense that, that, that is a huge part of what the story is about. Yeah. So that that's definitely that for me. Ali. Um, I love the line. Oh, geez. Who's the who's the general the need, with the hat? The need for speed. On uh, Tom Scarrett's character. There's a um, lot of hat people. That, that is Oh, what he's uh, talking about his dad at the end, Tom Scarrett. I, that's Viper. 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 I love Viper uh, he has a line. He's like, if you don't do this right or something like that, uh, you'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dogs. Uh a full oh. of rubber dog shit out, oh, the, of, out of Hong the Kong. First guy. That's the first guy. The first guy, yeah. Yeah, that guy. The, Michael Slater. Uh, Jester? He's in uh, no. Back to the Future. No, just kidding. No, no, no. He's in Back to the Future. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, oh, it's the, yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah. You're a slacker. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I loved him in this, and I just loved his, like, back and forth with, with Tom Cruise. Um, that was a, I had to write down that line because I just Cooper loved it so much. was first. Now you're first. You're like, oh, shit. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, you know, tar- that's what I call a target rich environment <laughs> when they're at the mm-hmm. bar or whatever. Like it th- just a lot of, it, like, I just love pretty much anytime goose would speak was pretty much gold. Yes. Uh, and yeah, just a lot of like one liners and, and suave talk. Like, I just love that. Suave talk. Riddled throughout. Um, I think, in all honesty, I'm going to say it also, you know, everyone listening, make your judgment calls now, slip and slide in the DMs, let me know. I loved the volleyball sequences. <laughs> the volleyball? Like, yeah. 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 I, so, Why? okay, I'm going to also throw this background Why in there. Not? I used to work okay. at Abercrombie, so seeing shirtless dudes is not something new for me. But, like, I liked it just because it felt so, was- like, that time frame. It felt so, like... This is the 80s, and people go out with jean shorts to play volleyball, <laughs> and it somehow makes thing, sense. And, um, oh yeah. and like this is kind of like, and like it reminded me of. Uh, does anyone remember Disco the? Just was died. It, what's the Santa? Is it Santa Clara Beach Boardwalk? Going to the beach, Santa Cruz. Right? Santa Clara, yeah, Santa Cruz Beach Santa Boardwalk. Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. And yeah, the California, California Sun. Sun. Boardwalk. Boardwalk. <laughs> like yeah. that's what it reminded me. of. I'm like, yo, this is so us. that time frame. That's us. Yeah, that, that's Santa Cruz you, that's, Beach Boardwalk. We're, we're it's together. No, the Anyways, movie but, Us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but so yeah, I, I, it just put me in a good nostalgia feel. I'm like, wow, this is how you showed things. You know, like mm-hmm. there, there was a little bit of pomp and circumstance, and everyone. Like, I remember I gave a lot of shit to Michael Bay. Those when, gradient filters, baby. <laughs> well, I was. Giving, I gave a lot of shit to Michael Bay for having everyone in his movie look sweaty. But man, everyone in this movie is so sweaty. Control panel. Trolls. Window. Everyone in the sub or in the in the carrier. I'm like, yo, so sweaty. And I'm like, I'm about this. Like five out of five sweats. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the rating. Well, like it's did, such a sweaty movie. They did give you that feel that like it's hot as fuck all the time here. Like in California. They, they those, I'm like, it's like, not fans no. going and everything in the corner, like. They had the we're still sweating, but there are also like fans everywhere to be like, look, it, we're trying, but it's not. I kind of believe there's it a kind quote. Of fe- Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, it oh. kind of felt like it, everyone's in heat. Everyone's ready to just boink. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like everyone's like, like nervous. No, I mean, you're not all wrong. All of the guys, all of them. There is a quote somewhere <laughs> where we're in lieu of stuff like that, where like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I believe one, they had a lot of consultants on the film from the actual Navy. And there was at one point they did something and some guy was like, well, no, that wouldn't happen. Any, any pilot would know that lingo doesn't work. And the director turned to him and goes, we're not making the movie for those people. And I was like, damn, <laughs> making it for oh. the people who just want to fucking rush. Uh, and so I think that cough, ties, cough, in with like, <laughs> ties in with the fans in California. Like we're not making it for the people who, who are going to be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, so they were, the consultant was like, okay. After that, well, he's like, "Oh, I'm done." Never mind. It's, yeah. To me, it's wow. like a, it's a drama. It's a dramatized California, and I mean, like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I've been to San Diego now like three times in my life, and I'm like, it's hot, but not that hot. Not that <laughs> I was one of those times. Like, <laughs> yeah. Gonna. I just hope that opening uh, sequence. I hope that opening sequence is accurate because, like, there's a Probably lot not. that I love about it. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Knowing from that quote. Where they were like, they would no. never say that. And he goes, doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. And also just thinking about Probably a it, lot in there that's not real. Also just thinking about it, no way in hell was there like, oh, there's a MIG. Let's go fucking interact. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. That's true. <laughs> the precipice <laughs> of it suppose, like, yeah. is, is wrong. Or you'd be, it's like, you'd be in a ton of trouble if you, if you engaged or something, probably. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, it's, 
Some would say, and I, I have friends in the film in, in, I, who I studied with in the film course who would just be like, this is a propaganda machine. And I'm like, yeah, sure it is. Um, you know, take it for what it is. Some propaganda here to get people in the military, but also it's good enjoyment. And also, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't deny the cultural impact that it had. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, to that, to that factor, it's like, yeah, the fucking dog fights were kind of dope. Um, were really dope. And if you think about it, like, yeah, before that time, there wasn't a lot of films that tr- attempted to like mount a camera underneath a, you know, an aircraft like that. And so, and even, I guess, even tinkering with the idea that a woman would be in charge of, you know, briefing pilots to become the best of the best of the best, um, was kind of, I think a cool revolutionary thing. Um, mm. because just on, the giant screen having a woman in charge in that sense is, is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and also, but I will say, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, but also like her, she's more of the scientific part about it of like, even just the physics of it, of like, this is not how you do this. Like it, that it was cool to see that scene too. When she, when they're in kind of the, it's not the war room, but it's their, it's their classroom. And she's explaining of like, okay, this is mm-hmm. why that was, that move was good or what it wasn't. And she's really just oh, explaining right my like the part. flight patterns and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, it's really, it's, it's really neat because it's not just about like, oh, you're flying in a jet, but there's like, there's a system to it. There's a, there's well, a reason why this works or doesn't work. There, it, it's kind of like why I, you know, Iceman is kind of the biggest asshole in the entire film, but like he's right 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. you're not, yeah. it's like, it's like the, the flying is not the problem, but you are the problem. Like you cost everyone their lives when you fly out. You're reckless. You'll you'll kill somebody. And it's like, to me, that's a wonderful self fulfilling prophecy. He's not, a, he's not really aggressing at all. He's just kind of stating facts in that moment. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like, hey, look, I worked really hard to get to where I'm at, and I deserve this point. His like privileged assholeness of like, fuck you, you're you're you come from that place. I like the other guy and said like, that's where that comes in. Yeah. So it like, it muddles his actual message, but yeah, he's, right. he's legit. Like I'm going by the book and like the film kind of talks about like, you know, having the person that's courageous and willing to, you know, break the barriers of what's, you know, protocol and not to save lives is what wins the day. Um, but in all honesty, like, but really wins the wars are the fucking really tactical shit. That's like gone by like procedural and has like plans and going off that. But, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, textbook, hundred percent. Um, any other favorite parts? I do know a fun did, fact that Anthony Edwards said that most of his lines were improvised because mm. the script was so skeletal. He's like, a lot of the comedy was found in the moment because we didn't have anything else to go off of. So, wow! Shout out to him. I mean, this is one of uh, uh, Tony Scott's first films, right? So uh, I could only assume that's definitely what happened where he's like, and I'm just going to focus on getting the cool shots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let the actors do whatever they want to do so I can make sure I can make their performances look better. So yeah, makes sense. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, shout out to Michael Ironsides. Um, he hits me in Hell such yeah. a way because I don't know, like he's such a good military yeah. like authority. And like, I I literally, I, uh, I always thought of that's him of as like, if I was going to have uh, like a uh, a biography of one of my army instructors, I'm like I'm having him. Like he exactly is this guy, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so good. He's like, another one of those I'm underrated, like, under the radar actors who just nails every part he's in. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I really uh, like. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go go go. No, 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 go, go ahead. Uh, I I really like the introduction of Charlie, um, being at the bar, and then Maverick trying to make his moves, and then she's like, mm hmm. Uh-huh. And she still like <laughs> plays along with the bet so that he can make his like 20 bucks or whatever. And then the next morning seeing him be like, oh no. 
When we put the I sunglasses on. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I the, like those moments are just like chef's kiss. <laughs> so fulfilling. That guy that uh, she's uh, out with at the bar is actually the consultant for the film who Maverick is based off of. Oh, which is oh, why, wow. which is why that's Maverick's cool. name is uh, Peter because that's that guy's name. I forget his last yeah. name, but that's yeah. Maverick. Colin, huh. Peter Colin, the voice of that's, yeah, exactly. Of that's Prime. who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter that's Colin. who it is. <laughs> no, shout out. Um, but yeah, all, all of that was great. Uh, what I was gonna say was, um, uh, I also really like Tom Skerritt's character a lot. Like, uh, he always loved Tom he, Skerritt. He he provides that sense of like, uh, you know, the ghosts again, like. This that's almost feels like your old man guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and and that's like, on all honesty, if you just put it in a Green Lantern ring, this whole movie could be a Green Lantern movie. Because um, <laughs> that's ex- kind of like how Jordan's like fucking like MO. He's like, my dad died as a pilot. Now I want to be a pilot. Now I'm going to be in the Space Force. Um, but Tom Skerritt really provides this whole like, hey, like there's something more to this character that we're not understanding. Well, like what compels Maverick to do what Maverick does? Um, and I think, uh, it operates on that psychological level of like, I think it was almost like the teetering of like now films, when we think about military, uh, or armed forces films, there can't be, there cannot be a conversation of, of the film without PTSD. Um, and I think this film kind of goes into what happens when you become indoctrined into uh, a mindset and a belief in a system. Um, so it was really cool to see like how that formulates and this is kind of the beginning of those conversations and on Tom Scare's character really adds some levity of like you know beyond you know oh yeah we're just joy uh, joy chasing and you know going after like the thrill and the rush um that there's a sense of um Reality? psychological recruitment yeah that happens within within um families and going into the military because you know it's kind of like you're a legacy, mm. right? So it's like oh, everyone's yeah. in our family, blah blah. blah. So it, it was it was cool to have that, and then plus also he's just like a little gan, a little gan, a little Dumbledore, you know, a little like, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. everyone hates the my new boy, but I know him well, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I mean, that's a lot very fitting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyone um, else? I love that. Even though I didn't like. Things, the, the, the scenes that were all just like, a lot of this movie was just like the jets zooming around. And then a lot mm-hmm. of them being like, you got to do the thing. Go over there. Do this. Shoot that. Lock on. Ah. And then I didn't <laughs> lock really. Lock up, baby. Like, lock up. Yeah. So I like. you nailed the, it. The, dra- <laughs> the drama of all right. that was communicated really well. Because even though I didn't like fully understand what was happening i'm like oh they're, they're, he's got him i don't know what he did but he's doing it and it's happening right now <laughs> ah! it's, it's, so it's you're just kind of getting like swept like, up in in all of the excitement of like you don't know what's happening which i feel yeah. like is where some of that like we're not making this for people who are actually in you know actually do this yeah. for real yeah, i think we're the direct it, quote is actually for we're making it for kansas wheat farmers who won't know the difference Yep, uh, I I may as well be a Kansas wheat farmer because I was like, ha, hell yeah, Omaha, close enough. <laughs> this yeah. is so much fun. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, uh, but no, I think that's a testament to the photography. You, it's it. They always clearly establish like, you know, what's the happening. logistics Who's of what's happening where? in the fight yeah. and and and, al- and also editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that too. That's huge. You, they did. You get you get the information as you needed. 
They no. were only allowed to film. The U.S. allowed them to film two missile launches. So they filmed them from three angles each, and the same one is used. You're, the same two shots are used in the film multiple <laughs> and then they times. Just they you know what that is? <laughs> you know what that is? That's some anime tactics, bro. When they oh, run yes. out of budget, reuse the animation. Just yeah, like, that's some Power flip, Rangers type shit. Dude. Yeah. yeah. But Inter- I love that colors. they went over budget so yeah. much. Because, I mean, all those, all the plane shots are so expensive. Yeah. Uh, they charged super. them just for using the planes. The government charged them $1.8 million, not including fuel like, and everything else. That's like yeah. cheap, though. Not then it wasn't. Not, not then, then. <laughs> but, it, but like considering what, because this was like government subsidized, yeah? It was like, $15 they, million dollar budget. That so was they ate up $2 almost. million dollars of their budget, not <laughs> including the fuel that they have to do to refill it every time, and not right. including the two missiles. Just to use the planes was $1.8 million. So right. I'm assuming probably like probably three or four for everything. And I think this involved. is one of the earlier of the film film's budget, which is crazy. Earlier, this yeah. is one of the earlier films that to do stuff like this. So I don't know if they got a lot of like that military stuff. Like Dark Knight, oh, no, Dark Knight, Batman Begins, they got so much military like help. And like the right. military was there the entire time helping them develop things. But like this was like, I don't know, they're making a movie or some shit like that. So it, I well, feel I mean, like this even set the set the way for yeah, you know, like like all and, these consultants and stuff that are that we see in like modern movies wasn't necessarily the case, you know, back then. They would just, it's the writer wrote, you know, based on his or her yeah. experience, and that was pretty much it. Uh, but like as we as the films become more complex and stuff like that, I think we've been seeing more like you know like an army you know person come in and, and make sure that everything's right and all that stuff. Today, that's five million dollars. Yeah. Ugh. But That's a lot. some some of the reading that I had, I had done was was along the lines of um, like for like yes that's very expensive but it was also like they could have been charged far far more oh um, yeah and yeah. and also like this movie set off the like or or was at a time of like you had to get approval from the military down to the script to let the movie come out basically because i think x-men was part of that as well like they had to yeah, get the approvals right all the approvals. yeah, yeah they're, they're, you, actual military branch yeah they're there that's why they have military consultants on stuff like that um and they typically have to say you know the go like does this reflect in a way where it doesn't put wrong expectations it's the same thing with police too and mm-hmm. armed, any armed forces um but yeah no i mean more dead cops yeah um, they signed off I mean, on that yeah they did um <laughs> And, uh, but I would say like the tough thing is like, it, they could have been charged a lot more, but like coming from someone like me, who's made nothing but short, but low budget shit. When I had 10,000, I had to spend 2000 of it on one location. I was like, yo, that's a lot of money. That's a lot <laughs> of For money. For sure. Man. For sure. Like it, it's, it's just hard to like, be like, okay, cool. Like we have 15 million. How are we going to divide this amongst hundreds of people working the hundreds of hours working, the food that we're going to get, the stars, and then and now twenty percent of it is going to be gone to one thing. Yeah, and so it, it, it's it's just it, like it a works. tough like. Oh. I mean, it like and that's works. the thing where it's like it has to sell the realism, right? You have to have the production value to go into it. So like, you know, thank goodness that it did because you know, again, like I said, it's a cultural thing. We're seeing the sequel, so yeah. I want to know um, how much it costs to make Hobbiton now. <laughs> Um, oh probably Lord. the entire GDP of New Zealand because they destroyed it. Um, so let's move New to Zealand, New Zealand fronted a lot of that money because they made so much off tourism, though. Yeah, and uh, they wanted people uh, to come. Uh, Anyhow, 
Uh, I can talk. To, I can talk to you about that all off camera, Ollie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no uh, let's go into your favorite <laughs> favorite characters. Um, Goose. You know, let's do two characters. It's hard. Time. There's a characters. there's a reason that Captain Marvel's cat is named Goose, and <laughs> it's because wow. it's such a great character. I was you not know, lying when I said he's the Mercutio of this movie. In, in Romeo and Juliet, that. if Romeo and Juliet had died, but Mercutio came out and like gave this beautiful speech because he's Mercutio and he's interesting, he's fascinating. Fine. Everything would have been would have been a tragedy. It'd be like, oh, it was a love story. It oh, ends really sad. Sucks, That's not a tragedy. At least there's that. <laughs> but Shakespeare goes, okay, I've made too interesting of a character. He has to die. The same thing happened here. I think you know, especially if they improvise all their lines. I think they were like, okay, we've made too interesting of a character here. Uh, he has to die because I cared more about Goose than I did about anyone else. Honestly, like especially with him giving the speech like that, being upset after being yelled at for the 10,000 feet in the flyby and being like, guys, we, a uh, where's family. that truck driver thing? Like, like loving his son and like singing at the piano and like that kind of stuff. I was all yeah. in for Goose, all 100%. And if he had uh, made it to the end, I would have been like, I don't give a fuck what happened in this movie. This movie's about <laughs> Goose. Do you know uh, Captain Marvel's cat's real name in the comic books? Uh, yes, Chewy. Yeah. Chewy, so, that's right. Chewbacca. Oh, wow. Same thing, baby. That's why we're still okay with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, co pilot. They're both co pilots. Yeah. That's why. Um, um, but yeah, so it, it's definitely do you, do you Goose. A, do you have a second? Um, hmm. I wasn't prepared for that. Ha-ha. Uh, I, I'm on the odd team of I don't like Maverick. I don't, uh, as an older, as being 20 years older. I don't know if that's an older, odd team. Okay, good. Because uh, I just, yeah. I, I up up until the end, I was like, I don't. You blew it big time. Um, I liked either Tom Skerritt's character Viper or Iceman was was far more interesting to me. I thought Tom Skerritt. I love. I, I have a bias towards Tom Skerritt as well. Uh, but I thought every scene he was in, he w- towed this line of like, look, I got to be firm. I have to be fair to everyone else. But at the same time, I recognize game. Recognize game. Mm-hmm. And this kid's got it. And, you know, telling them uh, away from him, like, put him in the air as soon as you can. I know yeah. this kid. I know how he works. Put him in the air as soon as you can. And then he fails. And they're like, well, what now? And he's like, put him back up. Get him up there. He needs this. So, uh, yeah, Tom Skerritt. Viper. Yeah, he's old, he's old white guy with a beard. <laughs> yep. Can't argue that, dude. Can't argue that. William? Got him. <laughs> Who's next? Can't argue that. Uh, mine are Goose and then Iceman, uh, for very good reasons. And also, I just love uh, um, Iceman's what Valkumer. I love Valkumer. Mm-hmm. So. Love him. I heard that Bobby he Drake. actually didn't want to do this movie either. He was like, he was actually, forced to. It was it was his contract that obligated him to do this movie. Otherwise, he wouldn't have. That's done correct. It. Yeah, but I don't know the reason behind why he didn't want to do it. Just not interested. He he, he yeah. is a so the thing about Valkumer is he is a character actor of substance. And I don't want to knock this film. Not a whole lot of substance as far as character development goes. Not only for his character, but it, there's no like uh, deep renaissance, heat. right? Yeah. So I think for him, he read the script, which was uh, quoted as being skeletal. And was like, I'm not doing this. Uh, but then was forced to. Wow. That's my thought process behind it. I okay. loved him in, in The Saint. Anyways, uh, Josh. So good, dude. Um, I'm going to say Goose. Um, I love, I just really love watching him on screen. I love the interactions with Maverick. I love watching him with his family. He's just a good dude. 
Corey has already gone into why he is a good uh-huh. dude. There's so many cool things about him. Second, I mean, there's a lot of... It's goose, baby. I even love Charlie. Um, I thought she was a, a cool character to kind of put Maverick in his place. Um, I mean, Jester is cool. I said two. Viper is... I'm just saying who's cool, so I have to narrow it down <laughs> to two. I'm allowed to speak my mind. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say Charlie. I'll, I'll narrow it down to Charlie. I, right. I liked her putting so Maverick. Goose and Charlie. Yeah, Goose and Charlie. All right, who's next? Caitlin? I go. Uh, Charlie's my favorite. She knows her shit. She knows, like, what's happening, how people are, why they're doing it. Um, she called him out and was like, listen, I there are some official things I can't say. She kind of had that, like, Iceman, Iceman, like, part. Iceman. Iceman. <laughs> Robert Iceman. Iceman. Iceman? <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> But she had that part where she was like, listen, there's there's a textbook way to do things, and I have to adhere to that. That is my job. So I can tell you personally my feelings, but I have to keep things textbook for my job. Like I, I just loved how she had all of her moments of like being human, being a professional, being knowledgeable, like sticking to her guns on shit. Like she was really cool. And then other than that, yeah, I do like Iceman. 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 Um, Bob Iceman. Just like he, he, you can tell, yeah, he's a little cocky, but he also worked really hard to get where he was. And it's Bruce Lee, baby. He was frustrated by other people who he can see the potential of, but sees them like wrecking themselves over and over. Um, Goddamn flyboy. Yeah. So, yeah, those, those are my picks Charlie and Iceman. Iceman. Uh, I flip mine. Mine's flip. Iceman, then, then Charlie. Goose. I oh, can Charlie. see that. No, okay. because, uh, uh, and I'll say this because you haven't mentioned it yet with Charlie. What I really liked about her was um, at the beginning, she was very manipulative. And I really liked that. Because like she was like, I know how to get what I want and how to manipulate you to get it without with you thinking you're going to get what you want. And I'm like, that's a good ass character. That's a really good character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not a lot of characters are written so well when they're manipulating that way. Like they're very just like, in the in the shadows, and then Adam was like, "You did everything." It's like, oh, well, no shit, it was that character because they weren't involved. So it's this Scooby Doo formula. But this one's like, oh, we're gonna see her do it because this is the meat cute, and she's gonna use that meat cute for the push pull, and then she's gonna pull that thing to go like, all right, she's getting what she wants. And so I'm like, that's really cool, like to learn about the Mig. Um, so, but then also Iceman, like to Corey's point, as a kid, I liked Maverick. As an adult, I liked Iceman because it's just like. You know, you need to have the Maverick here to sell the, yeah, dreams. Cool. And then you need, need the Iceman be like, this is the real Hard work. It's like the example. Shit. Yeah. You know, you like, you need to be this accountable about your actions. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it for me. Um, moving on to qualms. Qualms. Gripes. Who, who, two qualms. Two qualms. Two each. Uh, I'll who go wants first. To go? This go is ahead. a big one for me. And this it's is what tongue. I think as an adult. Okay, that's my asterisk. Like that tongue <laughs> was like, t- no, no, no. It's uh, tongueless. Nah. It nah. was just a bit. It was a bit much. Uh, so for me, this is what, as an adult, as someone who likes to think that they ingest film and 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 try to make uh, sense of it all, it nothing felt earned in this for me. Uh, the revelation with his dad, I was just kind of like cool they kind of touch on it twice 
And then there's this whole thing about, but it was never like something I felt that was eating at him. Uh, I felt like it was a couple side comments. And, and to be honest, until that scene with Tom Skerritt, I was like, oh yeah, his dad. He doesn't know what happened to him. Um, what about my past? I thought the, the, I get why they killed off Goose. The way they did it just felt very Joss Whedon-y to me. Um, so uh, with it, with me understanding it had to happen, uh, the way it happened, I was kind of like, it's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> uh, and the biggest part for me that, made Charlie not my favorite character because otherwise she would have was after this kid's a total fucking prick for a majority of the time she knows him. She chases him down after knowing him for a week and is like, I'm falling for you. And you're like, bull shit. You are stronger and smarter than that girl. And you know it. Um, and <laughs> not, so, not, 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 no character in the eighties is though. <laughs> but I yeah, know. And I, I understand to an extent it's a product of time, but Again, we also have movies like Beverly Hills Cop. We also have movies like Flashdance. Like these movies that that were able to create this romance through a film that wasn't necessarily like Beverly Hills Cop, not a romance film, but it happens anyway. Um, well, it feels it's like, like I fall in love. Earned. It's not like I fall in love with you after a week, and it's like yeah, that's yeah. Like so very. I felt like they decided to make her like like more intelligent or, and more like. You know, they made her so smart, well, and then, and just then all they of forgot a sudden the other like, checkboxes that creates. Well, I need some now. And, and to, like, yeah. to point, like, if she again, is a smarter person. Growing up with Schwarzenegger and Stallone films, like they were trying to crossbreed what Corey is trying to strive for, but then instead it kind of shows the blemishes of both. Yeah, and so it's very yeah. interesting. It's like, and that's why I'm like. Oh, it's good, but also, but why? <laughs> yeah. And so for me, it, it just, none of those things that are supposed to be these key points of this movie are very, are, are I guess earned isn't the right, they don't feel like they, they spent the time to let these things flourish. Um, and if, I mean, if that scene had happened towards the end of the movie, I would have bought it more. Um, but it's so early on that I'm just yeah. like, Girl, no, no, you know this. You know. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. And so, you know, that, that I mean, that, that was kind of it. It just feels, I mean, it reminded me that that this director was like, we're making it for fucking Kansas wheat farmers who don't know the difference. And like that shines. Now that I know that, after watching this movie, I'm like, damn, yeah. They didn't really, <laughs> they were just like, this is where the start of that fucking ADD filmmaking started. Like, let's just lean into that that group of, of people, they don't need substance. They just need fighter pilots, uh, sex scenes and jokes and the Intention military matters and baby and that's, matters. That's a lot. where we're going to lay and we're going to hit the marks, but we're really not going to dive into them. And that was, that was my biggest qualm walking away from this movie as a, well, as a 30 year old. It makes sense mm-hmm. with saying that it was a really skeletal script that we had these points we needed to hit and we're going to fill it yeah. in as best we can. But if it's not more developed than that, then I, we can't really dive too much deeper without getting a writing credit. Yeah. yeah. And I would almost say that if you got a script that skeletal, don't make it. But I mean, who am I to say that it made, you know, it did great. <laughs> it did fine. But from a story standpoint, I don't think it did. Yeah. Fair. Well, I mean, um, I think, I, I, go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, cause mine is, is kind of my, my, wa- my walking away from this film of seeing it preparing for this episode and being of a different mind, it was kind of like I felt like it was a soap opera with jet engines. Like there were just so many moments that I was just like, <sighs> "That's perfect." <laughs> it was yeah. just like, I mean, you're like you're wrong. saying, Corey. Like, yes, I say Charlie is one of my favorite characters, but there are moments like I hate, 
I hate the portrayal of like love in, in movies of like, we've known each other for a week and I'm falling for you. And I'm like, that's not. I might kill myself in traffic. Especially after the moment you. he just revved his fucking Kawasaki motorcycle. was like, I can't hear you. And then drives off. And she's yeah. like, I'm trying to say I love you. And you're like, <laughs> if I was trying to say that, the guy was the, like, I can't hear you. And drove off. I'd be like, okay, maybe I need to reassess that, some that things is, about who like, I'm falling for yeah. here. I, I know. I, yeah. I know there's a lot of examples of like good, well done things, but that is like a very mainstream trope. That's like such a mainstream trope of when romantic interests meet, they don't like each other or there's there's clash between them. And so like to me, it's like it's so much part of its DNA of the time, you know, where it's like that is what a massive audience was expecting. Like, sure. Because there's like, of course 95 percent. Yeah, that it's like there's more that. examples of the bad way doing it than the good way doing it. Yeah. But the good ways are the ones that we stick in our minds. But like, yeah, and I think that's, thing of like, that's what's happening is I knew I know movies where it's possible made in the same year mm-hmm. that have done it to an extent that there, there's still movies I watch to this day and go, this is fucking amazing. Uh, and yeah. so I have a hard time giving it a pass for that reason. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I just feel like that's why it's kind of like. It is soap opery because I think yeah. also during the time, like in the eighties, that was when the soap operas were huge. You know, like this yeah, is like yeah, also yeah. right before Jag and fucking yeah. Walker Texas Ranger. You know, you what almost I mean? like, want some of the lines to be delivered, shit. like, like yeah. Just, yeah. There were just so many things mm-hmm. that you were well, I like, just, the zooms, baby, <laughs> uh, yeah. zooms, and some of like the the uh, quips like of the other um, flyer the pilots. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that I mean, that's really uh, like yeah. my only, my only qualm of the film over overall soap opera with wings and a jet engine. It was just like okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next, Caitlin. Next Ollie. person. Uh, for me, it had to do with um, basically the depth for the most part. I mean, you kind of touched on this quite a bit, um, but. Yeah, it just everything was so well polished and well presented, but you know, it was all surface level details and you know, you had a little bit of depth here and there and I think some of the character stuff kind of uh like with um with the girlfriend kind of was starting to go somewhere and I could feel a little bit happening there, but it felt a little forced ultimately and and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it just it's it's well presented, but as soon as you try to take a closer look at any of these situations that kind of fall apart a little bit uh narratively except for goose uh, except for goose it's and the depth came. i kind of agree I, I didn't love i don't like having seen this so long ago i hadn't remembered exactly the details of of his death scene and then watching it again reminding myself of what actually it was it was very it was i was right there with your core i was like this is bs why did it happen like there's so many more impactful ways it could have happened um yeah with how much ramping up you like you do for that character and just to ha- like pay him like just to kind of joss him like that. It's, it, it, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. And jost baby. Uh, Caitlin. Uh, for me, it was yeah that the relationship with Charlie and Maverick just made me be like, oh no, no, and like Girl. the she even says like uh, Goose's wife is like take me to bed or I'll leave you forever or something like that, but mm-hmm. like. Later on, Charlie says that to Maverick, and I'm like, you guys are such a bad match that you had to take Goose's wife's line to make it feel more real. Yeah. Didn't like I didn't, that. I, that's, <laughs> yeah. When she said it, I was like, no. Because that's yeah. that moment between Goose and, and um, I can't remember was, Meg Ryan's was, character yeah, to save life but, of me. But it was amazing. Uh, it was sweet. 
it was a little sweet little moment of like some good old Kansas country love. Like, well, it's uh, also and I just, we're under, on, the, we're con- the, under the context right of like, it's a married couple too. So yeah. it's like, it's, yeah. it has that layer of like, Oh, we have a kid nice. and like, you know, I just, but this is like a young couple a who's still life. honeymooned. It's like, why? Yeah. So, so to see them like kind of snatch that line was the epitome of like my problem with that is like, y'all, y'all aren't even close to what that is. Um, and then, yeah, just the, I mean, it was, it was very well tempered, but the machismo got uh, like annoying at several points. That, that's pretty it's like much Disney it princess level of damaging young girls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the flip it. That's it. It's like, oh, we could, after a week of just having sex, we could say things like that. It's like, Oh, I just meant the machismo was like oh, yeah, the well, also, level of equivalent. He's talking of like about the relationship girls, between, like, yeah, both, yeah, yeah, both, both, both in both directions. Um, Tom or multiple directions, I guess. Tom Scarrett. The uh, uh, one is what kind of I think is going to encapsulate all of it. This this film doesn't hasn't aged as well as it could. Yeah. Um, and under um twenty twenty <laughs> under twenty twenty eyes. Um, it just, you could kind of see the blemishes of what time was like back then and what mm-hmm. people were looking forward into their blockbuster films. Yeah. Um, the expectations have changed. It, mm. Yeah. And then my second qualm, and it's more of, again, it's a discussion piece for me. Um, I don't know if this film serves better as a multifaceted film that touches a lot of topics or as a TV pilot that was going to go on for five seasons. <laughs> because where, which one do you want to focus on? If this is was a TV rival- show, I do would you want to like focus on the rivalry of Maverick and I- and Iceman? So, um, Courage or Textbook? Do you want to focus on the friendship of Goose and Maverick, single life or husband life? Do you want to focus on the tragedy of Maverick's past? So, childhood trauma in an establishment. Do you want to focus on the romance between Maverick and his love relationship? So. It's a rom-com or a CW show in uh, the military. So there's like a lot of things. And I think you could say a film could be multifaceted um, in a positive light where I'm going to say this film is a little um, like there's so much going on to just try to throw as much as it needs to, to be like, I want to figure out more of that stuff. That was, um, that was going to be my what, second qualm, 100%. It was like, I just felt like there was yeah. too many threads, too many story that's, threads. I think that's probably it. what prevented it from diving into one of the things. Yeah, yeah and I think it's Definitely. it's kind of one of those things like under a bad light you call it too you call it unfocused. Under a positive light you call it multifaceted, right? So like mm-hmm. does one really touch on the other? Does um you know Goose's Goose and Maverick's relationship affect Iceman's and Maverick's relationship? I don't know. Does no. that affect Char- uh, Charlie's and Maverick's relationship? I don't know. But does uh Maverick's like weird trauma to his childhood affect how all those relationships work? Possibly. Could they have written it better? Possibly. It's kind of like when you it's think like of the Dark Knight. Yeah. All yeah. the relationships kind of affect each other. Yeah. And everything that's happened to Bruce Wayne affects what There's he, so many potential important plot points that you're like, like with the dad thing, it's like, like Corey, what you said, it's like, it's, a, it's an unearned, it's an unearned detail at the end of the day yeah. of like, what? you're like, that could be, that could have been a really cool story point, but but you just yeah. have Tom Scarrett and, and say be, it to him. Yeah. To on be a walk. fair, though, like even though they're not developed, their effect is still like it's still done in a way that you come away from the movie being like, oh, that's pretty good. 
Well, like, I mean, I think that's you do. I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I do. I'm looking forward to the sequel. <laughs> Me too, though. Because I want to see, hopefully, the death of Goose is still weighing on Maverick. And, and how those relationships in, get, um, get uh, impact all his other relationships have been. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll tell you right now, uh, it doesn't look like Charlie's in that fucking movie. So no, that's Jennifer Connelly all day, all day, all yeah, day. So I don't know. But anyway, so like, that's the thing where it's like, okay, cool. Now you, now we've seen trauma. Now, how is this trauma going to affect this character's development with other characters? Yeah. yeah. And will that affect the plot in order it. for them to My do My hopes that? are not high. My hopes are very My, high. Mine are, uh, even as Only someone who be- walked away from this movie, not enjoying it that much. From the trailer, here's the thing also. In the time since this, what, 34 years since this movie came out, Sounds Tom right. Cruise has become yeah. a much better actor. Yeah. That's true. Uh, this he's was only t- his. He's got, oh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to shout out to my two other favorite characters, Tom's unibrow and Tom's teeth. Yeah. So before oh, so he this, got all that shit done. <laughs> in, this, in this new trailer, so he's he's 34-year veteran actor. He's become a much better actor. Uh in that time, uh, and I, I know, I don't know who said it here. Who's like, I know Tom's crazy, but I'm a fan. Josh. Who said that? Josh. Tom, I, think. I, I, I Josh. think, I think Tom Cruise films are so much fun. No, I, I think love, they're, anytime I know that he's going to be in a movie, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I same. think, I think movies, especially his underrated ones like Night and Day. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, Everyone go so, on the ground. If you don't, I'll kill her, then I'll kill, or kill me, then kill I'll myself, kill and then I'll kill the girl. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm excited for that alone because he he he's bringing his A game to this. I think he, as a veteran of the actor world, knows the weight that comes along with this. You also have actors like uh, Miles Teller. You have Ed Harris. You have Jennifer Connelly. Uh, I mean, these are all in my mind uh, A listers in in my heart. Like I, I I've loved every single movie these these people have done, um, and uh, the cinematography looks fantastic. And how we've come along with film. Uh, Film language and 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 uh, just writing, even just technology general. and writing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I, I think it's going to be a huge step forward for the franchise. Well, that's what that's what makes me so excited because watching the first one and realizing like the last few movies that Tom Cruise has made and all the crazy stunt work that goes involved with that, like that's what I'm excited for. You know? mm-hmm. Even though you know I have my apprehensions about the story, I know it's going to be a good time. Like based on just that, and yeah. then I'm hoping that it does have like a deeper exploration of the character and past and yeah stuff like that, so. and i mean it's supposed to be him teaching so again it's always a kind of a Very wonderful fun. development to see someone who was a student now become a teacher honors and, the first movie you know again anyway. like they're 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 to me there's only up you could technically go if you just wrote it well you know like there's mm. so yeah. much good that can you have happen. to remember also that they got franchise money now yeah, yeah. Yeah. This was the before yeah. that no one was like, this isn't going to work. This is this movie's. All we didn't spend time writing it. Island. We didn't do whatever. But now they got <laughs> yeah, like, we, we're putting all our it. eggs in a basket. We've hired probably the best writers, best editing team, that kind of shit. Tom show. Cruise so, wants to come to you and say, let's make another think, Top Gun. You better make another Top I Gun. I think Chris McQuarrie did the story, who did the last three or last two uh, Mission Impossible. So. Yeah, which you know, are going to be great movies. Yeah, great. Um, okay, so now let's move on to the last. Part of the show, which is going to be our rating. So, who goes first? Or g- give us uh, the order. It's going to be Ali and court. Corey, and then uh, Josh and Tom, and then Kaylin. Okay, I can start us off. Yeah, go for it. Um, I give this movie a very solid uh, four um, because, at the end of the day, with all of its little uh, uh, issues as we've outlined, I still love the performances. I love the one-liners. I love the music, the cinematography, all those things. 
make me feel good. And that's important oh, in a movie for me. So good. And there's a give and take. So for me, I'm gonna hit it right at there, a strong four. Um, yeah. I uh way on the side of the critics for this one, unfortunately. Uh it is sitting at a strong three point three and giving it credit for the time it was made. I'll give it a three point three. Three point three. Josh, you go first. No alphabetical. I, I, um <laughs> I'm going to give it a... Lock up, baby. Yeah. I'm always afraid to when I'm about to give something. Uh, 3.8. Um, okay. 3.8. Yeah. 3.8. I still dig the movie. I don't think it's perfect. There are lots of things that I enjoy about it. Um, but yeah. 3.8. Tom? I am also at a solid four and there's a subjective score and then there's mm -hmm. the objective score right yeah. so again this is the objective score of i didn't break the rules and i didn't do that but go ahead this is well this is the well i'm just well, throwing well, well, that fire right back at you bud what's the what's the subjective or objective one? well the, the objective is is mainly and that's what i think is at the end of the day that's what counts is the objectiveness is because um I will say the filmmaking for it is stand ab above everything else. It stands above everything else. Like um, I can really, to say McCoy's point where it's like, I can take or leave the writing. Cause like the writing is take it or leave it really. Um, but the way that they made the film and shot it and the way it looks, it's to me, I'm like, you don't get this anymore. You don't get well-made constructed, beautiful shots anymore. Um, and you, you do get it from a few people, but you know how much money they make? $100 million. Yeah. They don't make that much money anymore. And to to be in this time where it's like, see guys, you can do a big a blockbuster budget and still have style to it and not and have color to it mm -hmm. and have, you know, emotion involved in your framework and not just be like, oh, look, it looks like a TV show <laughs> in a franchise. And so, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so that, that, that gives it so much more credence than my subjective feeling of it because it's one of those films that like, if it's on, I may not watch it. You know, I'm like, eh, it's tough then. You know, it's, it's there. <laughs> What's the it. subjective score then? No, I don't talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because minor one, minor one I, in I, the I same. Do two, I do two, in the, two, two scores out there, then it's like that breaks. Or you just the find the average game, between so. the two and go from there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Caitlin, like, what's your personal user to you. score? <laughs> I went into this movie expecting to hate it. Sure. Wow. Because I don't like things that are uh, like, uh, I don't know, military, armed forces, any anything like that is just, normally I start tuning out because it's a lot of machismo and that's just. Oh, I was going to say, James you don't the like the, same the, way. The, the slippery, yeah. the slippery yeah. slope of where chauvinism kind of gets involved. It's like how Correct. I am with like big CGI scenes. Suddenly I just like glaze over and I'm like, I don't exactly. know what happened. Exactly. That's me. I have no idea. <laughs> um, so I came out of this movie um, thinking like it it changed some of my perception of all of that. So I I give it more credit because of that perspective shift. Um and I will set it at a 4.2 cuz it's so still you, a lot of problems. You don't like the movie. Liked the movie. I like the movie. Yeah, give it over to four. So <laughs> well, that's yeah, I, I have a lot of problems of week, with it, baby. which is why I hesitate so much. There's a lot of things that I'm 
not fond of in this movie that well, like yeah again yeah. like it hasn't pushing. aged that well then give it a solid it hasn't four aged a, it well i i give it a 4.2 well, no. because of the entertainment value that i got out of it and how it proactively shifted some of my perspective on like armed forces yeah, okay we always like it, it humanized that, yeah it humanized we- armed forces a lot more for me because most of the people i've come in contact with that were part of the armed forces have painted a very negative light like uh, very sucks. negative light it's it it sucks a lot but um so this th- i i give this more credit because it actively gave me a perspective shift sure yeah and only like because there has so f- there has sadly been a very clear line of like the people who have drawn a really positive light for the armed forces in my life and the people who mm-hmm. haven't same um, and uh mm-hmm. but i'll say makes me want to kind of do a predator episode now yeah, I'm down. Uh, but with that, I, I am the grump of the week. Corey so is the grump. <laughs> I just want to point out, Caitlin, shout real out to, quick. Yes. Wait, I got to give a shout out first to shout the Nerd Nation because I'm not shout stealing the fuck that up, from Ollie. them. Uh, Dana P, <laughs> for guessing correctly, oh, wow. you are the gum. What is it, Tom? Grump. The you are grump. the guess that gum. Ge- gator grump, grumper guesser, guesser gator gal. Yeah. Ollie, but we need you to make a banner. And they yeah, make a banner. All the, all the that's cheating. She looked into it. your notebook before we recorded. In. Breaking the JPEG going on inside. <laughs> no, sir. Um, I just wanted to point out, we always say that just because you get the lowest score does mean you like dislike the movie or whatever. But I think it were also the other way to defend your score. Like the other way applies too. just because you're the highest score highest. doesn't mean you like doesn't, doesn't mean it's mean your favorite movie. It doesn't mean you love it. No, you yeah. just, you just have again, to there's there hasn't been a lot of scores for Kaylin that's less than four since her, she was born. It's pretty hard to get me to rate things below a four. And for yeah. Ollie, because, there hasn't been a lot of things above threes that aren't Disney. So <laughs> I uh well yeah. I, I to me my score is more entertainment value Batman. based. Like did I yeah. did I enjoy my experience in some capacity? Then yes. Um, but it, but I also remove a lot of the, um, like it, it would be, Baggage. you would have to really, really be personally jarring for me to drop below a four and, yeah. and we oh. have a lot of personal beef with something to be below a four hot rod. This is the part where so, someone no. goes back and is like, pulls over, one of our fan yeah. like pulls out a thing. You're just like, I just Kaylin didn't like has that beef with all these films. <laughs> <laughs> what will the like director two, say? Like one, like maybe two films. Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin said she didn't uh, like a movie. Bum, bum, so yeah, that, uh, I think yeah, that's that. I'm on the grump. We're here. I, I'm with Tom. I don't think I would if it was on TV. I'd probably wouldn't watch it. I, yeah. I I'm sad sure. a little bit because Same. as a kid I did love this movie, uh, but now it is just like a. Uh, it's an interesting uh, perspective change. Because I have the same experience. It is interesting to shift that perspective to be like I probably won't watch this movie again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's I, good to know that. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I probably, weird. like, if this was on again, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. It, it, message received. I don't really want to see it again. Just go watch a Goose line compilation on YouTube. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You'll get the satisfaction. I might. I just might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Me, Captain America? No, I don't think I will. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> oh, here it is. Kaylin has beef with fast color. Ah. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Anyways. All right. <laughs> Sing us out, Josh. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening or watching if you are on YouTube. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. Um, if you are new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all the information about everything that we do. Um, do stop by, rate, and review us uh, wherever you listen. Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen, it does 
help us to grow and to be better, uh, do check out the NerdOn Nation, uh, nerdon.io backslash Patreon, and our Discord, nerdon.io backslash Discord. Um, but yeah, that has been it. We have done the thing. We appreciate you all. We love you. You We've know landed. the drill. As always, Nerd on. Ending broadcast.